is the 77 WABC minicast. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Because your perfume is smelling sweet. Well, things are a mess in Israel. They are trying to take the fight to Hamas. And I give the Israelis a lot of credit because they have made a lot of headway in just the last 24 hours or so. There are reports that they have eliminated, get this, 130 Hamas tunnels in Gaza. That's where the headquarters are of the terrorist group Hamas, and that they did a strike that killed the weapons maker of Hamas. By the way, there's also reports that some of these Hamas leaders, many of which live outside of Gaza, so that makes it even much more complicated, because how are you going to get to them if they're not even in Gaza? Some of them are in Turkey. There's reports some are in Qatar and elsewhere. Let me just read you the wealth of some of these guys. One of them, who's like their political leader of Hamas, who's been spewing a lot of hate still almost every single day. Four billion dollars is his net worth. There's another one, four billion dollars and another one, three billion dollars. So every time you hear the Biden administration talk about, oh, gosh, we've got to help the people. Everybody in Gaza is starving and not doing well. There are people, obviously, that are caught in the crossfire of this war. But they also need to start pointing the finger at Hamas. Where are the Palestinians that are not pointing the finger at Hamas and saying, wait a minute, you have $4 billion and we don't even have water in our village? You have fuel for months and food for months and everything else, even the ones that are there in Gaza, according to Israeli intelligence. They say they have information that the Hamas leaders are fine. They have a lot of fuel. They have a lot of other stuff. And they seem to be doing well and living high on the hog as the other Palestinian citizens are being used as human shields and also not getting water, food, and a whole bunch of other resources. Yes, Israel is sending in trucks and all that, but where are the other folks, the Palestinian citizens, starting to point fingers at Hamas? When are we going to finally see them say, wait a minute, maybe Israel isn't the problem. Maybe it's the leadership that many of them voted in in 2006. And obviously, you don't want innocent civilians hurt or killed. Israel is trying to get some more precision-guided weaponry that they're getting from the United States that's going to give them some more GPS so they can strategically target with missiles and do a much more defined strike and hit the targets without any sort of collateral damage or at least less collateral damage possibly. So they're trying to make every effort to not go after civilian targets. But guess what Hamas is doing on top of these tunnels? There are a number of Daycare centers 
There are a number of hospitals. So this is Hamas. This is the leadership that many in the Palestinian territory voted for in 2006. And they're living high on the hog. And it reminds me a bit. I remember I covered a lot of stuff back then, as you guys probably know, with Yasser Arafat. There were so many reports, and we heard a lot about it after he passed away, how his wife was living high on the hog and all the money that the leadership had, and yet the Palestinian people themselves, somehow it didn't trickle down to them. And obviously, that's atrocious. But you also should be pointing fingers at the leadership, too, that is controlling the money and not giving it to good people. There are so many problems here. And then we have the president of the United States. And this, to me, is disgraceful. We have the president of the United States, who, according to multiple reports, said to Benjamin Netanyahu this week, we want to see a three-day pause of military activities by Israel and Gaza. I just told you, they have now gotten in to the Hamas tunnels. We saw images of them today. They put them out, some of the video. They're making tremendous headway, taking out the key weapon maker for Hamas. That's a biggie. They say that they are definitely starting to choke the terrorist regime. They also did airstrikes in the tunnel and a whole bunch more. So they're now right there at Hell's Gate, if you will. And our president is folding like a cheap suit. And our president is asking for a three-day pause. Can you imagine if right after 9-11 we had Osama bin Laden surrounded and we were, you know, we saw him in our sights almost, basically. You know, we saw all his henchmen and we know like we're right at the door there to go get him. And then some country came in and said, you know what, we'd really like you to do a three-day pause. That only helps Hamas. It also really discredits our relationship. I think it it hurts our relationship with one of our greatest allies, Israel. And it sends a message to China and Russia and North Korea and others who wish to do America harm and have set up this new sort of access of evil. Of course, Iran there at the sphere of it. It sends a message of weakness and it looks pathetic. And what a jello ball our president is. This is the time you need to buck up and be commander-in-chief. So here is the conversation. Listen to this exchange because there's a lot of reports that that's what happened with our president. And so here is John Kirby, the spokesperson with the National Security Council, talking to Martha McCallum on Fox News today. She asked him about this three-day pause, and he gave back answers that, boy, did they sound like word salad. Listen to this exchange. This is cut 14. Take a listen to what he had to say. Is there something in the works right now to get the hostages out? And is that why the president wants a three-day pause? And has he heard back from Benjamin Netanyahu? He said he was waiting to hear. So I I, I don't want to be able, I'm not going to confirm sort of this this reporting about a three-day pause. What I can confirm, Martha, is that we continue to talk to the Israelis about the, the benefit and the idea of humanitarian pauses, plural, because we think that there's multiple reasons and multiple locations where pauses could be useful, certainly in getting the hostages out, also getting humanitarian assistance in. We have had uh, routine and frank discussions with our Israeli counterparts about the benefit of pauses. The Prime Minister has said, uh, even as le- recently as just the last day or so, that he's open to considering uh, pauses. Uh, that's a good thing, and we're going to continue to do that. I think it's also important to remember for your viewers 
numbers that that pauses have already occurred. This is not like a new idea that hasn't been tried. It helped us get those two Americans out, and it helped us get those but two John, Israelis out. Here's what I, I you know, two things. Um, we just talked to Major Spielman, and and we've been showing video of this intense battle that is underway inside Gaza City. There wouldn't be a pause in that, correct? So it's important to remember on pauses, Martha, they're going to be temporary, short in duration, localized so on the map. is there a three-day request be... or not? It, was there a three-day request? Because that, that's a long pause that would give, the, that would yeah. give Hamas a lot of time. I'm not going to confirm those reports about a three-day request, but I think it's important to remember that a pause doesn't mean you have to pause all across the battlefront. A pause is localized for a certain piece of geography over a certain period of time. Okay, and, I, I mean, and obviously everyone, we, yeah, we can we can all understand that if it's you know okay they're going to be walking through this area, so we need to allow these hostages to course. leave and get through this area. We can understand that. But what I'm trying to figure out is is it a promise to Hamas we will stop. We'll stop, IDF, saying we will stop, we'll pause. And if we do, you'll let them go. Or is it as Netanyahu wants? He says there is no ceasefire, nothing. We will keep going and going and going until you tell us that you are going to release them all. Yeah, I, I'm not going to negotiate here in public on, on how we're trying to get these hostages released. The idea of a pause is, again, temporary in time, localized in scope uh, to allow for hostages safe passage to get from where they are being kept to where they can okay. secure freedom. That's right. what we're talking about yeah. here. And the idea of a pause is to publicly undercut one of our greatest allies in the world, Israel.